Hey guys, Pastor Brooke here. Today I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit about something that most of us have experienced in life. And if you haven't experienced it yet, you will experience it. And that is the topic of loss. Losing someone, mourning someone, losing the loss um, of a loved one. And I have had my share of loss in my life. And the Lord has really helped me with that. The Lord has really equipped me and he has really made it, I, I mean just, he's made there to be a way for me to cope and for me to deal with the loss of so many loved ones. Um, when I was young, my parents were divorced when I was two and they got remarried when I was three years old and then they got divorced again when I was five years old. Um, and then they stayed divorced. My dad was an alcoholic and he dealt with um, just an addictive personality, gambling, alcohol, cigarettes, tobacco use. Um, and he just was, his main thing was he was just very, very, very addicted to alcohol. He was addicted from the time that he was 14 years old um, that is a that's around the age of a lot of you guys that are listening that, to this today. Um, he was an avid hunter, and when he was young, his uncle, who also was an alcoholic, would take him squirrel hunting, rabbit hunting, coon hunting, and at the age of 14, his uncle gave him his first shot of whiskey. And he told me later on as I grew up, and he started to admit a lot of things. He told me that he was addicted from the very first time that he ever tried alcohol. So many people think that, oh, you could just try something, you know, it, it's not gonna, you're not gonna become addicted to it. It's not that big of a deal. You can just try something and it's no big deal. Well, I'm here to tell you that it was a very, very big deal for him. And at the moment he tried it, he said that that was the instant that he was addicted to alcohol. And from 14 years old on, he was an alcoholic. He drank alcohol every single day. And so, of course, he was very good at hiding it. And when my parents got together, my mother had no idea. And so that weighed very heavily on their marriage. Um, when I was five years old, they eventually called it quits for good, and it was just a really hard childhood. Um, I did have a lot of people that really loved me. My grandparents um, on both sides always took me to church, always made me feel very loved. My mom worked a lot of jobs to try to make ends meet. Uh, at one time, she had three jobs when I was a kid, and so I bounced around from loving, loving grandparents. Um, they always made sure that I was in church. They always made sure that I was fed, well taken care of. Um, my dad did not get custody or joint custody visitation rights or anything like that, but my grandparents did. So I would go out to their farm every other weekend. And so I guess I like to say I was half city mouse, half country mouse, because both of my grandparents on both sides raised me and they were totally opposite, different ends of the spectrum. Um, but when I was young, when I was eight years old, um, I lost my, my aunt. My aunt Farah died in a terrible car wreck. Um, she was hit on 
in a hit, uh, head-on collision by a drunk driver. And he killed her instantly and injured her, the passenger, one of her best friends. They were going to get a youth bus and they were taking, they were getting ready to take a, a youth group to um, a big event. So they were going over to get a youth bus and on their way to go get the youth bus, she was hit head on by a drunk driver. He walked away without a scratch and we were left without our Aunt Farah. And so that was my first taste of loss. Uh, it just hit my family like a ton of bricks. Um, and I saw the people in my family that were very, very close to the Lord deal with the loss beautifully. I saw the Lord hold them up in times of just absolute devastation. I saw the Lord all over it. It was evidence that God was in the middle of their lives, that God had their heart, that he was very tender and near to the brokenhearted. And then I also saw the people in my family that did not have a relationship with the Lord. And they dealt with this loss in a completely opposite way. They became very bitter and very hard-hearted. And so I definitely saw evidence at a very young age. Like I said, she was eight year, or I was eight years old when she died and she was 22 years old. We were very close. My, my family's a very, very tight-knit family. And it was a huge, huge loss for our family. So like I said, I got to see um, loss dealt with at a very young age. Uh, when she passed away, it was just a shock to our entire family. But I'm telling you right now that the people that had the relationship with the Lord dealt with it in a very, very different way. And this is one of the verses in uh, Psalm 147, verse 3, that says, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds, healing their pain and comforting their sorrow. And I just really got to see evidence of that when she passed away. Um, the Lord was very near to us. We were brokenhearted, but God never left us. And then later as I, I progressed and got into high school, um, I lost some friends. I actually lost a, a dear friend when I was in seventh grade and the friend was in eighth grade and he took his own life. And um, it was a shock. Nobody knew anything was wrong. Um, there was no note. There was no anything. He was a happy-go-lucky kid. We had no idea that he was hurting. We had no idea that he was even contemplating suicide. And so there again was a huge loss, a huge shock to our community. And once again, I saw how the people that had a relationship with Christ dealt with it so much differently than the ones that did not have a relationship with Christ. As I got older, um, my dad and I healed our relationship. Um, how many of you guys know that God is the God of reconciliation? And my dad and I totally healed our relationship and I began to just be his, his best friend. My children um, were very young and and he loved being a granddad. He hadn't stopped drinking yet, but he was, he had cut back a lot. Um, and he loved being a granddad to my boys. Um, and then we were having a great relationship. The Lord had totally mended everything almost in full. And we, he started to get very sick. Um, he was 52 years old and got diagnosed with cirrhosis of the liver from being an alcoholic since he was 14 years old. 
So that was very hard, very stressful for me. Um, I was his only child, and so I had to deal with everything, his caretaking, his decision-making, um, taking him back and forth to the hospital. It was just very stressful. I had a young family. Um, my husband, which is Pastor Sean at the time, we were not called into ministry yet, and he worked a over overnight 12-hour shift, a very stressful job, and it was just a very stressful time in our lives. But the Lord was with us the entire time. The Lord was with us. And um, he actually ended up, while he was sick, while he was near the end of his life, accepting Christ, um, the Lord took away his uh, want and desire for alcohol, and he was alcohol-free for the last three months of his life. And it was just evident about how the Lord was working. And the Lord just gave me so much hope. And I knew that at, at the end of my dad's life that I was going to be able to see him again because my hope is in Jesus. And he had accepted Christ and he had asked for forgiveness. And even though he had led a lifetime full of um, you know, walking away, turning the other cheek, not really having a relationship with the Lord, but yet being raised in a household where he knew enough about the Lord, where he had a healthy fear of the Lord, and he knew at the end of his life he had to ask for forgiveness, and he was so sorry, and he repented, and he turned from his sin. And so I knew, because of the hope that we have in Christ, that I just needed to just um, be with my dad that, at the end of his life and just love him and, and um, just show him the love of Christ. And uh, it was my almost my 30th birthday, and we decided that we were going to have to put my dad in a nursing home. We could no longer care for him at home. We couldn't lift him. He got so sick that we couldn't even get him from the couch to the to the restroom, and it was just time. And so that was one of the hardest conversations that I'd ever had to have, but he agreed, and we took him to the nursing home where he lived three more days after that, and then he passed away. And um, so that was a very hard loss. He died two days after my 30th birthday and five days after my littlest son's second birthday. So he died at just a crucial time in our lives. And, and so many people, you know, said, you're just handling this so well. You're just doing so well with this death. Um, how are you doing it? How are you handling it? And my only response to all of this was the Lord. The Lord was getting me through this. The hope that I had in Jesus was getting me through this. Psalm 71, 1 says, In you, O Lord, I have put my trust and confidently taken refuge. Let me never be put to shame in your righteousness. Deliver me and rescue me. Incline your ear to me and save me. Be to me a rock of refuge and a sheltering stronghold to which I may continually come. You have given the commandment to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress. Beca rescue me, O oh my God, from the hand of the wicked, from the grasp of the unrighteousness and the ruthless man. For you are my hope, O oh Lord God. You are my trust and my source of my confidence from my youth. So I would read Bible scriptures to my dad. He, he was still coherent at the end, and I would read Bible scriptures to me. To him, and I would just ask the Lord to um, bring to my heart, bring to my mind what I should read to him, what I should talk to him about, um, just to make sure you know he was all right with the Lord. And and so Psalm is one of those, just those beautiful, just 
just gives you hope and grace and confidence in the Lord. And so that's one of the things that I like to cling to is Psalm 71. And so anyway, uh, about six months after that, uh, my dad died. My Nana, which, which is his mom, um, she had been dealing with Alzheimer's. We'd been helping take care of her for about five or six years, and she got very, very sick. Um, hospice was called, and we knew that her time was coming to an end, and she passed away. And then about a year after that, my uncle um, was shot and was killed. So in a two-year time span, I lost my dad, I lost my Nana, who when I was young introduced me to Jesus and we were baptized together when I was at the age of nine years old. And then my uncle and my that would be my dad's brother. I lost all of them in the span of two, two and a half years. And so um, I really, really understand and I know loss. I know many of you guys have dealt with loss and it's sad and it hurts. Um, but I am here to tell you that the Lord is near to the brokenhearted. You can cling to that. You can know that, that Jesus loves those people that you have lost even more than you can comprehend. And he's very near and dear to you and he's tender with us as we mourn. It is okay and it is normal to mourn. That is something that God gives us and tells us that that's okay. Um, and then it comes to a point where we need to rejoice in knowing that the people that if they have passed away and they are indeed in Christ, we need to rejoice and know that because of the hope in Jesus that we will one day see them again. And so I hope that this helps somebody. Um, if you have any questions about loss or dealing with loss, or maybe you're in the thick of it, or maybe you're in the mourning process, um, I would love to talk to you if you have any questions about it. I am always here. Pastor Mike is always here, Pastor Sean. We have many awesome sponsors that would also talk to you. But I know that loss is something that sometimes is very hard to deal with. It hits home. It's hard to know that, um, you know, on this earth, on this side of, of, of life, that those people are gone. But with the hope in Jesus, if they're in Christ and we are in Christ, we do have the hope that we will see them again one day. I hope this has helped you.